0: What's up and welcome to Ask Father Josh, the question and answer podcast where I get to listen to your questions, pray with them, study them, and hopefully respond in such a way that it's helpful for you to become a saint in your walk toward eternity. Here's the show goes. You remember any questions you have about evangelization, spirituality, relationship, catechesis, till this goes on. I will sit with the questions and hopefully respond in such a way that it's helpful for you to become a saint in your journey toward eternity. Um not perfect. Therefore, the advice I give you might not be good for you. If that's the case, you can reject whatever it is I say that doesn't help you to grow in your relationship with God. If you're a first-time listener, you can leave me up with your own questions, comments, and critiques at www.thatshyshippress.com slash askfatherjosh. You can also rate us and review us on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes, and other podcast formats, and you can share us on your social media pages if the show is helpful for you. It might become helpful for other people as well. So, do that. On today's show, the question is going to be about evangelization and the universal call that we all have to share the gospel uh, based on one of my recent posts on social media. I'm back on social media. I was off of social media for a long time uh, for Lent. I was pretty much off of it. And now I'm back. Uh, not all the way back. I actually really enjoy being away. So if you notice, I don't respond to you. If you reach out to me, it's because I'm not all the way back. I'm just kind of like, I'm posting a little bit, but I really found freedom from like not being on social media. And so uh, don't get mad at me if I don't like respond to your comments uh, because I'm pretty free from it right now. So I'm going to like post again, but not uh, post a lot because I just I enjoy the time I had away from social media. But. The question comes in about evangelization from a post I did on social media when I came back from my absence. So we're going to talk about evangelization. But before we get into that, I want to share with you a glorious story. story is about prayer. Um, My brother, Matt, so I'm the youngest of seven siblings, Mickey and Lori and Cherie and Kevin, Sam and Matt, and I'm the youngest. My brother, Matt, yeah, I mean, I've been praying for him for a long time. And a number of years ago, he had a profound encounter with Christ and had a, a deep experience of just like, yeah, we're new in a relationship with God. And so since then, he has gone from living in the streets and doing some things that just were not good to yeah sharing the gospel through rap he has a gift of rap music and it's been so beautiful to see how many people have been touched by his rapping for jesus like he's basically evangelizing sharing the gospel and so i did a post on social media recently about him um and about the work he's doing to evangelize people through music and i just i'm so proud of him i'm so proud and i'm still praying for him because i mean there's always more room for more growth and more maturation and more purification more healing and renewal restoration but (laughs) y'all I'm just so grateful that, you know, where he's at right now. And there's still, obviously for all of us, there's more room to grow, but it's been beautiful to see how many people he's been able to touch through his yes to Jesus, to sharing the gospel through music. He used to be a secular rapper. He was a gangster rapper for many years, and now he's rapping for Jesus. And so it's really been bearing a lot of fruit for a lot of people. And uh, yeah, my glory story is just, I'm grateful to God for, answering our prayers that many of us have been praying for so long for so long and uh and i'm also excited and hopeful of what more gifts god has in store for my brother matt and for his family their walk toward eternity so glory stories if you have somebody in your family who's left the faith who has walked away from christ who's living a lifestyle that is not conducive for heaven don't give up do not give up just keep praying keep fasting And we might be able to see that fruit in a lifetime. If not, then we can hope for it in eternity. With that, let's go ahead and jump into our question about evangelization. So my question this week comes in from Anonymous. Anonymous writes, "This I saw your recent post on social media, Father Josh, where you said we're all supposed to evangelize, whether we're priests or nuns or laity. We are supposed to evangelize at work and at school and in our homes. So how do we do this practically? Yeah, so that's a great question. So I'll read what I actually posted on social media. That way it gives it context. So what I posted on social media was this. Uh, The second Vatican Council's document, Lumen Gentium, number 35, states evangelization is the proclamation of Christ by living testimony as well as by the spoken word. St. Pope Paul VI went on to teach that evangelizing is in fact the grace and vocation proper to the church. Who is the church? You're the church. I'm the church. We're the church. God is calling each one of us to evangelize by proclaiming Christ with our lives and with our spoken words, whether we are priests, nuns, monks, friars, religious sisters, married, widows, single, young, or old. We are all invited to share the gospel of Jesus Christ in our homes, neighborhoods, workplace environments, classrooms, prisons, and in the streets. I'm so proud of my brother, Matt, a.k.a. Sick of Sin, for responding to the universal call we've all been given to share Jesus Christ in the world through the gift, his gift of music. So the church is calling us to evangelize. So the council has identified evangelization for us. Evangelization is the proclamation of Jesus Christ by a living testimony, as well as the spoken word. So we proclaim Jesus Christ by our very lives, but not by our lives alone. We also proclaim Jesus Christ by the words that we share as well. So we're supposed to live holy lives, but we're also supposed to preach and we're supposed to talk about Jesus as well. Uh, So the church is not a building, the church is the person, the church is you and the church is me. And so our vocation as church that is proper to us is to evangelize, is to share Jesus Christ. Um, So this is for each and every single one of us. St. Francis of Assisi, he said, preach the gospel at all times and use words. He never said when necessary, use words. He said, and use words. So preach the gospel at all times by our virtue, by our lifestyle, but also by our words as well. Pope St. John Paul II, he said in Catechesis Tridenti number five, that the definitive aim of catechesis, is to put people not only in touch, but in communion and intimacy with Jesus Christ. Only he can lead us to the love of the Father and the Spirit and make us share in the life of the Holy Trinity. And so we are all invited to grow in relationship with Christ and have intimacy with him and the Father and Son and the Spirit. Uh, we're all supposed to be going out there doing this. So How do we do this? How do we all evangelize? If it's not just for for scholars and theologians and for missionaries and for priests and for sisters, how do we all evangelize? Well, by praying. The very first thing that Jesus Christ told the apostles to do after they were ordained at the Last Supper was to sit, watch, and pray. So what Jesus Christ asked them to do, then he's asking us to do today. Sit, watch, and pray. Make sure we're rooted in relationship with Christ through prayer. So be men and women of prayer, whether we're priests, whether we're sisters, whether we're married, whether we're single, whether we're in elementary school, high school, college, out of school, we are all called to pray, to spend time with God. adoration to the rosary through scripture praise and worship music Uh, you find your way to encounter god and you pray every single day all we do is pray 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 no matter what right don't stop praying and then after we are rooted in prayer the very next thing i would encourage you to do is to get to know your audience who is it that god's calling you to evangelize to so like my first year as a priest i was assigned to lsu my audience was college students College students at LSU are typically into football. So I had to learn football in order to evangelize my students. I had to ask the question, where are most students at? Well, they're tailgating. So guess where their priest was at? He was tailgating. I went out and I tailgated. And that's where I met people and encountered them and cultivated friendship with them and was able to invite them to the sacraments, to Bible study, to mass, to confession, um, to RCAA, to adult confirmation, to friendship, to retreats, to missions. Like it, I had to meet them where they were at. And so that's what we all have to do. Whenever I was in uh, another parish, uh, I remember I was in Vashery, my people fished. So I went and I went fishing. I learned, I didn't fish before that. I never fished in my life before that, but I learned how to fish. I learned how to crawfish. I learned how to go frogging because that's what my people were doing. And so I got my hands on some frogs at night. I went and was running alligators. Like That's where my people were at. And so I did what my people were doing. Uh, and so you have to find out, who are your people? Where are they at? And where they are at, you need to be. And so in order to be there, you got to learn that culture, learn those customs, learn the trades. That's what St. Isaac Jogues and St. John of Buff did. When they came to the continent that we now know as North America, they got to know the indigenous people. They learned their language. They learned their custom. They learned their culture. They spent time with them. They cultivated friendship. And then they began as friends to share Jesus. So first thing you do is you pray. Second thing is you get to know your audience. Third thing is you develop friendships right? And really be friends with them, spend time with them. Uh, The grace builds on nature. So supernatural things build on that, which is natural. So become natural friends with people. And then after we have prayed and got to know our audience and develop friendships, then we can begin to evangelize. We can begin to share the most important person in our life, Jesus Christ, not only by words, but by our actions, by our patience, by our kindness, by our virtue, by our gentleness, by our lack of gossip, um, and then also by our words, by our testimony of what He has done for us and other saints throughout salvation history. You might say, "But I don't have a real big testimony." Well, you ain't got to have a testimony. That's why we have the, the the gift of the body of Christ, the church. Share the testimony of the saints. Right? Find a saint who has a powerful story and share their story as well. Um, and so, uh, these are ways that we we share the gospel. But also, just be good at what you do. If you're like, if you're a doctor, be a good doctor. If you're a teacher, be a good teacher. If you're a student, be a good student. And then maybe other students play. Like, hey, can you help me be a better student? And through being a better student and through mentoring them, then you'll be able to share the gospel. Through being a good doctor or a cop or a lawyer or um, a janitor or an administrator, you're going to inspire people. And so be rooted in what you do and watch how God uses what you do to bring others to him. So that's how we share the gospel. It's, it's simple. Prayer, knowing our audience, investing in real relationships with them, and then sharing Jesus. So that's how we evangelize, whether we're priests, our nuns, kids, our adults, lay people, widowed, single, married, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, So when we come back, we're going to dive into the saint for this show, a saint who was an evangelist and a saint who used their gifts of nursing to actually share the gospel. Stay tuned.
1: Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz. I am the host of the Catechism in the Year podcast. If you've been following along with us, you know that God's plan for us is a plan of sheer goodness, that he wants to bring us into relationship with him. You know that already. One of the ways that God actually brings us into this relationship and keeps us, sustains us in this relationship is through the sacraments. Again, you might know that already. You might further know that so many of us miss out on the beauty and the power of the sacraments. But (laughs) Ascension has an answer to this. Ascension has created two new programs. One is called Renewed. Your Journey Towards First Reconciliation. The second is Received, Your Journey Towards First Holy Communion. We know that our youth, they're our future. And yet at the same time, it's so hard oftentimes to reach them with this incredible news of God's love for them in reconciliation, God's love for them in the Eucharist. If you want to check out Ascension's new program, Renewed, Your Journey Towards First Reconciliation, and Received, Your Journey Towards First Communion, go to ascensionpress.com and sign up for a free preview.
0: And we are back. Just a quick reminder, you can hit me up with your own questions, comments, and critiques at www.essentialpress.com slash Ask Josh. You can also rate us and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and other podcast formats. And you can share us on your social media pages. If the show has been good for you, it might be good for other people as well. Our saint for today is a blessed member of the body of Christ, blessed Maria Trancati, uh, who was a nurse. She was a nun and a nurse. So she was a Salesian sister who became a nurse and was sent to... Ecuador. And so her mission was to evangelize, was to share Jesus Christ, was to share the gospel with the, the people who were living in the rainforest, the Amazons. And when she got there, she was doing a thing and not bearing a lot of fruit. And then the chief of the Amazon, his daughter got shot. And when his daughter got shot, he said, "There, this sister, Blessed Maria, he said, look, if you don't save my daughter's life, I'm going to kill you. Straight up. like That's it. I'm going to kill you. And so she used her gift of nursing, her talents, her skills, her formation as a nurse, on the spot, performed surgery, healed this man's daughter. And because she was able to cure the daughter, he and the people in his village listened to her share the gospel. They were converted. They became disciples. She was a disciple maker. She was an evangelist. But the only way she was able to evangelize was because she was a good nurse. So she was good at what she did. So she was rooted in her practice and her study of being a nurse. She wasn't a scholar. She wasn't a theologian. She, she was a nurse and she was a good nurse. And because she was a good nurse, people listened to her talk about Jesus and her testimony of Jesus began to transform their lives as well and they listened to her preach the gospel and then they became disciples and she continued to do this she continued to preach the gospel uh throughout the rest of her life until she died many years later through a plane crash and so yeah i just would encourage us to like be rooted in what we do and be good at it if you are terrible if you're a nurse if you're terrible Ain't no patient going to listen to you talk about Jesus, but if you're really good at what you do, they're going to be like, "Man, you're awesome!" And then you talk, talk about Jesus, they're like, "Oh, I'll listen to you because you're so good at what you do." You know, right? But if you're a terrible nurse, ain't nobody listen to you. If you're a good teacher, people will have a lot more respect for you and listen to you. But if you're a terrible teacher, ain't nobody got time for you. So it's important to be virtuous and to be disciplined in our particular trades because that will be a bridge. That can be a bridge. That might be a bridge for people to listen to us share the gift of the love of our life, Jesus Christ. So with that being said, blessed Maria Trincati, we invite you to pray for us. Until next time, I will see you in the Eucharist. God bless.